Unfortunately, was unable to even get back to me about doing the show, so we're gonna get someone else, Jeffrey Bernard. Can you feel the power? The power of the tip. Hello and welcome to the next episode of Just a Tip, turning your life woes into life wins. Have you noticed that there's actually no whinging in the background, no negative attitude? <laughs> yeah, that's because Kit's on holiday, so I've actually had to get a replacement. I tried to secure the guy I'm trying to bleep at the moment because I haven't been able to get him on the podcast. So I found the next best thing, Jeffrey Bernard. I know, you've never heard of him. I'll give you his biography. Jeffrey Bernard was basically a major alcoholic, had his leg amputated, he actually wrote for a couple of publications, and he's famous for the fact that he was so drunk he never used to get around to sending copy for them to publish, so there would be this big page saying Jeffrey Bernard is unwell. He was turned into a famous play with Peter O'Toole, and he's here to help me, to help you, to help yourself. Welcome Jeffrey Bernard onto this show. I've given you quite a nice write-up, so shall we start the show? is this place I'm at? I'm supposed to be resting. I'm dead. Yeah, I'm trying. it's hard to get talent these days. No one's really returning my calls. We had to get through a few people that we libeled, so we can't get them. But luckily, you're dead. So that helps our case a little bit. Can't you just leave me in peace? Uh, so, Jeffrey, did you just pick up that cigarette from the... Why are you lighting that cigarette? Jeffrey? You can't stop me. I need a cigarette and a drink. Jeffrey, you can't smoke that cigarette indoors. Not since 2007 with the indoor smoking ban. I don't care. I just want to go to the coaching horses, get one final drink. Yeah, sorry about that, Jeffrey. There's a bit of a problem. That pub's closing down. What? Look, I can't help it, Jeffrey. I'm not the one that's putting all these property prices into the stratosphere so people are unable to run businesses from shops. Blame Amazon. You're just giving me all these words. I sort of seem to have missed out on quite a few things since my demise. Yeah. Quite a few things. Pretty much. There's only one person who's missed out on things more than you. That was Sahan Sahan. Sahan Sahan? Who's he? Well, <laughs> it's amazing, but he's the guy that assassinated Robert F. Kennedy back in 68. And he's still in prison. So he's missed out on Woodstock. He's missed out on Godfather 1 2, Chinatown, Apocalypse Now. Uh, quite a few elections, actually, in the UK and the US. Can you just shut the f up? And tell me why I am here. I just want to understand why I'm here. I am quite drunk and discombobulated. You probably noticed that, yeah. The Ouija board didn't help much trying to bring you back. But having you in person is great. It's great to have you on. You're quite a bit of a hero to me. I looked up to the fact that, you know, you're just basically a lush. You go around starting fights, drinking. Having a leg amputated was always going to be a fitting end to your career. What's that? Oh, it's a microphone. Do you understand you know nothing about me? You've just given me this biographical information you seem to have scraped off somewhere. A life. And there is no use for me to be on this thing. What, what's it called? It's called a podcast. It's like an audio newspaper. You probably missed out on that. <laughs> well, I, no one cares what I got to think. What's the point of this show? Well, we're actually up to episode of Just a Tip, where we turn life woes into life. Will you shut up? You just said all that already. You're just repeating yourself. Don't talk to me like that, Jeffrey. That's that's just pretty rude. I let you know who the landlord of the coaching horses was, probably the most notorious man in the whole of Soho. I've got you here for one reason, one reason only, to help me replace Kit temporarily as a sounding board to help people. Sands? You can't even help yourself, you little f quid moron. Okay.
I seem to have gone out of the frying pan into the fire. Can't wait for Kit to come back in the next episode. Couldn't believe I'd actually say that, but it's true. Okay, let's start the show, yeah? When you feel the power, the power of the tip. What does that even mean? There's no point to it. You're a journalist, you've written all articles, probably about pointless nonsense. Do you know what I wrote about? I wrote about, like, low-laps, scumbags, losers, those people right at the bottom of the barrel of their lives. In fact, I could write about you. You seem to be a loser. That's not nice. A bit offended. A bit hurt. Let's just get the show started. So we're going to get some letters in and we're going to read them and we're going to try to help people. You know, one of the few things I used to sit in a Soho coffee was watching this shit called Jerry Springer. Sounds a bit like that. That's exactly what it is. I'm here to mediate people's problems, help them and make them a better person. It's a shame I can't make you a better person. What makes you think I want to be a better person? What makes you think I want something out of life? What I want is a cigarette and a drink. You know, my rights as a human being are those two simple things in life. I would say sex, but having one leg is a bit uh, distracting, especially when I'm courting, trying to use crutches to get down the stairs. The reason why I got you on the show was we're pretty desperate, and your agent is also pushing you forward because he's not getting much of an income stream since you sadly died. Is that a problem? No, the reason why I wanted you on the show, as opposed to anyone else who I'm be I was begging to say... Please come on the show. And then the reason why I picked you was the fact that you've had a lot of trouble and ailments. You've had like quite a few issues. And I feel that you can actually bring those issues out for these letters for people and you could help them. You are a moron. I couldn't care less about anybody out there. What do you think? Give me another drink and I'll think about it. Well, I suppose that's the best I can hope for. Kit. If you're there, can you come back, please? Can you just cancel your holiday? This is bullshit with Jeffrey. You died in 1997, so I think there's going to be quite a few things I'm going to have to bring you up to speed on. Labour got into power. <laughs> yeah, Tony Blair. Oopsie. Yeah, we're not going to talk about 9-11. That's a bit of a touchy subject. What else? Margaret Thatcher died. What? Margaret Thatcher dead? I thought she'd never die. She's like that Superman, you know, the man from crypto. Unbelievable. What about the son and daughter? Are they still alive? Well, the daughter actually turned into some weird media celebrity for like five minutes. She's in um, I'm a Celebrity Get Out of Here, which I'm sure even you won't know about. I'm a Celebrity Get Me That sounds like a fine show for me to be on. What is it all about? They just take loads of celebrities, put them in a jungle, make them fend for themselves. A bit like uh, Battle Royale. You've not seen Battle... Do you know what a DVD is? Look, they, they released DVDs just before you died. So you must know about that. Sad. You understand I know nothing about technology. What's this thing you got in front of you? It's an iPhone. An iPhone? What's that, that electronic gadgetry? This is going to be a lot to unpack. Oh, I just got an email from your agent. He wants you to leave in about an hour from now. So he wants you to audition for I Must Liberty to get me out of here. That's weird, that. I'm sure you're going to be the wild card entry. A bit like Ken Russell when he was on Big Brother. Celebrity Big Brother. Yeah. That was weird. With a fat 80-year-old waking up with a red nose. Just like Santa Claus. Now, I can say all of these things because he's passed away. And he can't sue me. And I don't know if he's got any kids. Even if he did, they probably won't even be sober either. Oh, libel. Oh, oh, oh. Jeremy Corbyn has actually written in. <laughs> he... I'm not going to explain to you anything about Jeremy Corbyn. It's just long, complicated. Bre uh, 
yeah, Conservatives are back in power. You've got the Lib Dems who are pretty much like virtual nobodies. Yeah, they're, they're like those uh, Windows mobile phones. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I actually owned one. That was rubbish. Well, that's our Microsoft uh, sponsorship. Bill Gates, give me some money. Let's get back on track. So Jeremy Corbyn's actually written in. It's <laughs> just amazing. Yeah, yeah. No, because he's confused and he wants our help. He just doesn't understand Boris Johnson because... Oh, Jeremy. So, Jeremy... Well, Jeremy... Why don't you just spit out the word, son? I want to be out of here. This is... This, I'm in a room that's constricting. There's not even a bar here. I know there's not a bar here. People don't drink anymore. You do know that. And a lot of people don't smoke anymore. That's all... That's all 1990s way of thinking. Yeah, you're very old school. I bet you like drinking pints of bitter. Yeah, niche. <laughs> so... With Jeremy Corbyn, he's, he just doesn't understand why Boris Johnson's always pushing the Brexit back. What is Brexit? Can you explain that to me? No, I can't explain any of Brexit to you because I have no f***ing idea what that is myself. Britain wants to leave the EU, and that's it. Britain wants to leave the EU? I thought we all just one big trading partner. But again, you're a journalist, you understand how politics is actually distorted, the newspapers are always kind of like morally duplicitous. Uh, you're asking far too many questions when you should be answering these questions. Of course I'm a journalist. It's my way of getting to the truth. You ever seen Watergate? You see Woodward, Bernstein? I'm both of them, but a bit more drunk. So, for Jeremy Corbyn, he just doesn't seem to understand why Boris Johnson keeps pushing Brexit down. He's, he's saying, December this, then now it's January that, then it's going to be February that, then it's going to be June, then they took out £100 million worth of advertising and say Brexit's going to be this date. Trying to force the issue through. Doesn't get through, and it gets pushed down the line. Yeah. You know what this sounds like? It sounds like a, like a couple that are engaged. They keep pushing that wedding off back, 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 and back. Very observant, very astute, Mr. Bernard. I didn't think of that myself. No, you know, this, is, this is interesting feedback I'm getting. No, it's good. There is a lot to unpack there. So Boris Johnson, I think... He doesn't know what he's doing. There you go. I said it. He doesn't really know what he's doing. And he's just trying to force the thing through. No one wants him to get it done. So he has to push it further down the line. And we'll see what happens. So when February comes, it'll be March. When March comes, it'll be... Ah, uh, March, June, July, 91, 95, 96. All these years just roll away. Quite quick when you're drunk all the time, when you're inviting. We interrupt this pointless podcast with a message from our sponsors. Hello, my name is Michael Ball and I'm selling a new designer bag. Not just any bag, but an autographed limited edition Michael Ball bag. For £19.99, you could own your very own Michael Ball bag. 100% pure cotton and with my face plastered all over it. Be the envy of your friends with the exclusive Michael Ball bag from all good retailers and little... Terms and conditions apply. Actual item may not be the item you ordered. In fact, item may not even be a bag. If you can actually hear all of this speed it up, you really have good ears. Not that you care. This is the bit where you switch off. And now, back to the show. So, what happened to Jay-Z? Is he still around? How'd you know about Jay-Z? Yeah, yeah, he's, he's done... He's retired and has come back. Oh, wow. Didn't realise you were a bit of a Mr. Zeitgeist. I think with that letter, there, there is no way anyone can actually help Boris Johnson. Jeffrey, you got anything you can say about Boris? Any advice? Well... This Boris Johnson, is he the same morally duplicitous cheater? You know, the one who slept with... Why did you 
blipped that. Wait a sec. Had an affair with. You bleeped it again. Why you bleeped that name? Unlike you, we can get sued. Do you read me? I'm like, yes, but all of these light can just be thrown at me. No, no, it's not as simple as that. I just don't want to get controversial. I don't want to get in trouble. We've got one previous episode that we tried to take down and just remove a little bit off because it might bite us on the bottom. Does anyone listen to this shit? You've just read one letter for this fictional show and we, you can't even help him. I can't help him. This is Boris Johnson and... You know, if I say that name slowly, you'll just have one long beep. Yeah. Can't have it in. Sorry. Shall we move on? I mean, I've got this letter I keep trying to say on this series from Bob Geldof. What, Bob Geldof? Yeah, that Bob Geldof. The one hit wonder. <laughs> What's he doing now? Is he still just tramping around Camden singing that one song in all those little public bars? No, he's actually started a production company, become rather famous, and he had a BBC Breakfast show. You were alive when it was on. What time was it on? Jeffrey, it was the breakfast show. What time do you think it was on? You know, I didn't wake up before midday every day, and I woke up with a massive hangover. So I'm hardly going to sit up and watch television, am I? You're really testing my patience, Jeffrey. You're really not getting it. Time to put this show to bed, really. Yeah, Jeffrey, can you f off? All of this is positively bacchanalian. We've got one other letter. It's actually appeared about a few weeks ago. I've not been able to actually get it out there. It's from Bob Geldof. Yeah. So Bob Geldof... I don't care about Bob. Can you just read something else? Just talk to me. Tell me something I don't know. Uh, well, there's a lot of things you don't know because you just spent your life at the bottom of a glass. Yes. Can I, ha can I just do the Bob Geldof? Bob Geldof sent me this letter saying he's confused. He says, Oh, stop going on. Stop droning on. I still don't want to be here. Don't do this podcast in a pub in Soho. What is your obsession with Soho? You can just do it anywhere. The whole point of having this podcast, we've got the computer, we've got all the equipment, and we can do it anywhere. Yes, but as you probably noticed, I am a bit of an lush, And I find my work is best suited inside a pub. Okay, for the last time, <laughs> Bob Geldof's just written in. Yeah, he's got this issue. He's, and he's saying, Stop going on. Jeffrey, are you going to let me finish this letter? Shut up. Jeffrey. Jeffrey, are you going to let me finish this letter? Quack. Oh, come on, Jeffrey. Next. Bob Geldof has sent me this letter saying he's... Stop being an idiot. Okay, well, that concludes our show for this week. Thank you for listening to Just a Tip. Uh, shambolic as usual. Quack. Stop it. Jeffrey Bernard. It's, uh, well, it would have been a pleasure if you were here. But you're not really here, are you? Moron. When you feel the power, the power of the tip. What does that even mean? There's no point to it.